0: Welcome to the Change Chats, inspiring talks from people creating change to inspire people to create change. The Chats are recorded in front of a live audience in Vancouver, Canada. So uh, I want to wish you all a very good evening tonight and and I hope you're all feeling as energized and pumped. Uh, and inspired as I am by our uh, wonderful earlier presenters tonight and anyway so I'm honored here to be in such uh, great company and you are the leaders of tomorrow you are uh, you might not think you're that young but uh, you know you you are you are the young people the generation the next leaders you've heard all that stuff before so I'm not going to say anything more about myself but I will uh, like to introduce uh, my wife, my partner, my life partner, my beloved, uh, for the last 48 years, and she is co-CEO and co-founder of Nature's Path. And uh, it's an interesting thing, you know, uh, the, hus- the husband and wife dynamic in a business as well as in the home. But uh, somehow uh, we've managed to make it work. Uh, we probably argue every day, but uh, that's that's letting off steam and, uh, you know, she's uh, just a, a wonderful... I, I wouldn't be where I am and nature's path would not be where it is uh, without her. So, thank you. <laughs> so, over the past 32 years, nature's path grew from Nothing, and I mean really literally nothing, uh, to become the largest family owned, independently run organic cereal and snack foods brand in North America. We are not a parent company. We're a company owned by parents and grandparents. If that's apparent to you, I hope. Um, <laughs> Our goal is to be a trusted name for quality, organic foods in every home, socially responsible, environmentally sustainable, and financially viable. Our goal is to be that trusted name. We do this while adhering to that triple bottom line. People, planet, and then profit. We believe that all people have the right to have access to food that is free from chemicals, additives, and GMOs. And eventually, I would like to see that all farmland is farmed organically and sustainably. When regenerative organic farming methods are used, it leads to a healthier soil, which grows healthy plants and helps nourish healthier parents. My dad knew this. As a young boy, I worked alongside my father on our family dairy farm, and he told me, Araboi, always leave the soil better than you found it. So that's a metaphor for leaving this earth better than we found it, and that concept, that principle, underlies everything that we attempt to do at Nature's Path. They've been a guiding vision for me throughout my fifty years in the organic movement and for the past thirty-two years at Nature's Path. There we go. I was an expert eater of strawberries <laughs> on our family farm and that's happy, my dog, my sheep dog. That was on gold screen bearing paradise uh, on Vancouver Island where I was uh, raised as a young lad. And my dad, Rupert, and my mother, Mum, uh, my mum Gwen, her name was Gwen, farmed using mulch, compost, and manure and proudly posted a roadside sign, no sprays or poisons used. They enriched the soil with compost, with mulches, and with seaweed, which we'd harvest in the fall at the beach down at chosen, and bring it up and drag it. And That was my job, is to drag it. Uh, use a machete and I chop it up uh, between the rows of our strawberries. That's my mom. Look at those guns. <laughs> She's a strong woman. And uh, I often felt uh, the strength of uh, her hand on my backside when I uh, stepped out of line, which was quite often. She had a passion uh, for nature and for art. And uh, she, she, this is a side story, but she became friends with Emily Carr. And I'll tell you how it happened. It was about, uh, I guess it was about 19, 1942 or so. Uh, she went by Emily Carr's house. it's called the House of All Sorts. Knocked on the door and she said, hello, I'm Gwen Stevens. And uh, I would uh, just like to get to know you and say hello. And yeah. uh, Emily Carr was a, a real eccentric. She slammed the door on my mother. And my mother was no no one to suffer fools. And she opened the door and slammed it back. (laughs) And then Emily Carr, she poked her head out the door and she said, I think I rather like you. And invited her her in for tea with her little monkey that was dressed in a dress. (laughs) And her dogs and other animals. She had a pepper hat too. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, so today I'm blessed to show you just how exactly uh, nature's how nature's path has been a change maker in business, while bringing out uh, bringing our leaving the earth better vision to life in all that we do. A strong company culture starts with putting people and planet first. Being family owned and operated. Our 700 plus uh, team members are a greatly valued extension of our family. We're proud to provide an enriching, inspiring, safe, supportive place for people to succeed and grow. We believe in the idea that you can come to work and help make the world a better place. We had a little coffee mug that said, wake up, go to work, save the world. I think that's what the change, you know, being change agents is all about. And that's really kind of inspired going back to Mahatma Gandhi when he said these were the exact words you must become the change you want to see in the world. We're deeply humbled to have been recognized as one of the ten best companies to work for in Canada for five consecutive years now. It's according to McLean Hunter, who publishes. It magazine out of 60,000 businesses. But this honor identifies fast-growing companies who also lead their industries in offering exceptional workplaces who are progressive and forward-thinking with forward-thinking employee programs. In our plants, our number one priority is the safety of our team members followed closely by quality, and then production. Above all, we strive to nurture people, nature, and spirit. We're not perfect, but we're just always trying to get there, you know? It's a journey, it's not a goal. Our team members are encouraged and incentivized to share our vision to always leave the earth better than we found it, going back to what my dad said up afar. For this generation and the ones to come, their passion and unwavering dedication is to the common goal, as well as their talent, expertise and skill is what defines the nature's path culture. marks my 50th anniversary in the organic movement. I opened the the Golden Lotus, my first natural organic plant-based restaurant, in 1967 on 4th Avenue in Kitsilano, and three years later, Lifestream, a pioneering organic and natural food supermarket in Vancouver. It was the first natural food supermarket in Canada. Not long after that, I was a founding member of the first organic trade association called Organic Merchants, or OM and served on the OTA board during the creation of the USDA Organic Rule and Certification Seal and was a founding member of the non-GMO project. Nature's Path opened the first third-party certified organic cereal plant in North America and uh, we were the first brand to achieve non-GMO project verified status for all of our products, ensuring that all Nature's Path products are regularly tested for GMOs to ensure that no GMOs are used in any of our ingredients or processes. Organic is the gold standard of quality, but there is still confusion about what organic means. Due in part to the use or the misuse of the term natural and non-GMO and other greenwashing that clouds the terminology. Natural is not organic. Natural used to mean something, but now it's just a marketing given. It is not a regulated term, and companies are using and abusing the word in any way they want. Non-GMO is also not organic, unless it's organic certified. The vast majority of non-GMO verified products are grown with with pesticides and polluting chemical fertilizers. Definitely not organic. So a lot of people are duped into thinking that food products that contain the non-GMO seal are organic, but they're not. Don't be fooled by that. It's important. So first and foremost, choose organic. And I'd have to say proudly that Asia's path has always been all all organic. Organic foods are grown through a wholesome process using non-chemical agriculture, without any synthetic pesticides, chemical fertilizers, herbicides, or genetically modified organisms. But it's much more than not using chemicals. It's a holistic system. It's a process working in harmony with nature and building soil fertility. It all comes back to the soil. We are a family of farmers and gardeners, beginning with my farmer songwriter dad, three generations. This summer, Dia, one of our six granddaughters, is interning at Nature's Path, so now it's four generations. Nia, stand up. Yeah. Every year, Nature's Path keeps thousands of tons of harmful pesticides and chemical fertilizers out of the soil, and water, and air. By embracing organic farming, we keep, we help keep soil and water free from chemical fertilizers, pesticides, and GMOs. Change is constant. We're, we're doing our small part to build healthy soil and preserve the land for generations to come. We are conscious of the fact that the average North American organic grain farmer is 60 plus years of age. As these individuals, you said 50? 56. 56, it's, it's, it's probably more like 60 now. As these individuals begin to think about retirement, we must think about our supply chain and how to encourage new farmers to go organic. Given this, over the past few years, Nature's Path has purchased over 11,000 acres of fertile farmland and continues to work with farmers, industry organizations, and government to further the cause of the organic movement and ensure its strength for generations to come. We are trustees of this valuable land, keeping it out of the hands of the giant seed and chemical companies, don't need to mention them, who have a stranglehold on seed, chemicals, and the lives of millions of farmers globally who have bought into their unsustainable chemical paradigm who are waging war against nature. In 2016, We supported 95,527 acres of organic farmland and farmers with the ingredients used in our products. But double this land when you take into consideration that grain crops are rotated with legumes in alternate years. So if you're a chemical farmer, you can keep growing wheat continually on the same land, but eventually you burn it out and kill all the microorganisms of the soil that create healthy plants. So what we're doing is mining the future, mining the soil and bankrupting our future. So with organic farming, we would, we would grow a section that would be in grain and the next year we'll grow it in lentils or alfalfa or some other uh, nitrogen fixing crop. And we also want to create biomass that we put back in the soil to increase the soil fertility. Capitalism has failed. By not putting a value on carbon. Carbon has a positive value as it enhances the quality of our soil and therefore our ability to produce food. It has a negative value when discharged into the atmosphere in the form of greenhouse gases, leading to global warming. <laughs> it's a lot of, a lot of carbon. Uh, We're not building the cost of carbon into our food. If we charge for carbon, the industrial farmer would be charged for its production of carbon, whereas the organic farmer would benefit from the value to society by fixing carbon into the soil through regenerative organic practices. It takes eight tons of carbon to produce one ton of chemical fertilizer, and that carbon is discharged into the atmosphere regenerative organic practices puts the carbon back into the soil thereby helping to mitigate global warming when you buy certified organic foods you are helping to reduce carbon emissions from 2015 to 2016 we reduced our carbon tons by over 2 million pounds and also now over 52% of our products uh, we ship by rail, and that also helps reduce carbon because it's, uh, it's, it's more uh, sustainable to ship by rail. We also reduced our food waste to 3% or less. All three of our factories are designated zero waste, meaning that we have eliminated all discharges to land, water, or air that are a threat to planetary, human, animal, or plant health. And Uh, We're very fortunate that Nature's Path is the very first zero-waste certified company in Canada. Together, the three facilities currently divert over 93% of their waste from landfills for a combined total of 4,320 tons each year. That's equivalent to 2,160 mid-sized cars. And we're the first and currently the only cereal company in North America to receive this designation. This milestone is not simply a testament to the quality of our facilities, but to the hard work and dedication of our team members who daily strive to leave a smaller footprint upon the planet. Social responsibility and environmental sustainability are pillars that are core to everything we do at Nature's Path, and they go together with our passion for producing delicious organic food. Achieving the certification in its facilities underscores the company's commitment to green business practices and sustainable food manufacturing. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Our goal is to be a trusted name for quality organic foods in every home and to nourish families in healthy and delicious ways. Our passion for creating healthy foods is in everything we do. We aim to deliver great-tasting, great-for-you products from our family to yours. In fact, we have given each of you a bag of food to take home and enjoy. I mentioned previously that Nature's Path adheres to a triple bottom-line philosophy. We're committed to the three Ps, people, planet, and profit in that order. And I don't know if you know, but Nature's Path is one of a very small number of organic and natural companies that have not sold out. Uh, I, I can only think of four companies that have sold out that were iconic brands, and probably 150 brands have actually sold out or gone. Uh, despite the challenges and changes in the business environment, we've stayed true to our vision. Being independent allows nature's path of freedom to make decisions based on what is right for our business and the planet at any given time. We are not beholden to venture or vulture capital or wall street when we want to make changes or pursue innovation we have taken many stands for the earth and the people on it we've been passionate supporters of consumer transparency and mandatory gmo labeling nature's path donates more than one percent of total annual sales to food banks community gardens and other charities that's one percent of sales not one percent of ephemeral profits it's right off the top And some examples are Eat Well, Do Good food raiser, uh, where we raised over $1.2 million for our local city to feed the hungry in the communities where we live and work. Um, And EnviroKids has donated uh, 2.4 million since 2001, teaching kids about protecting the environment, so on and so forth. And Gardens for Good has uh, issued 300,000 to Gardens that demonstrate a passion and vision for organic urban farming and bringing healthy produce to those who need it the most. And I'm happy to announce that uh, Fresh Roots has become... It's one of the top ones. No it's, uh, no, it's 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 there, my dear, it's there. <laughs> but it's okay, it's okay, it's all right. It's not official. I'm a bad boy. Yeah, that's why you don't tell me. <laughs> 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 uh, and bite for bite, which is part of our Love Crunch program, um, has given back more than three million dollars to food banks in cereal and cash, uh, and uh, that book that's various food banks around the continent. We've also been blessed uh, to be major contributors to Children's Hospital because everybody eventually is probably going to have children in some way or the other, and you were a child once, and uh, so we. Support Children's Hospital, and we also support um, UBC Organic Farm. It's the very last large farm within the city limits of Vancouver. So now I thought I'd just tell you a little bit. Also, uh, uh, my wife and I are now—I won't tell you—not her, but me. I'm not allowed to say anything about her age, but I can say about my age. Uh, now that I'm in my 70s. Uh, I've taken a little bit of a withdrawn a little bit from the company, and my wife has also pulled back a bit. We're letting the next generation come forward and succeed. And uh, so um, I've been pursuing a few other pursuits. Before I got into business, I was an artist, an oil painter, and had many exhibitions of my art. But I it never, I could never make a living off of it. So in the last few years, I've gone back to painting, and I do other things like. A, lot, a big gardener as well. So, this is this is a painting I did a few years ago it's called Night Awakening the Earth. This is a, a painting I just finished about two months ago. It's from uh, when I was in India in 1967, traveling with my mentor. Uh, here he was giving a flower to a little girl. This is a painting is about six feet by four feet. Uh, this is a painting um, of my mother. Who inspired me in so, so many ways. And I call this Queen of the Skunk Cabbage. Uh, <laughs> because she loved the skunk cabbage. It was the first big flower that would come, come up out of, out of the swamps in the spring. And, uh, yeah, this one, uh, this painting is uh, one of my recent paintings. Uh, it's of Gold Stream Canyon, and Eternity of Now, uh, which is right near the farm where I was brought up. And this is um, another recent painting uh, called The Sower, and it's after, inspired by Francois Millet, uh, the great French impressionist uh, who did a, a version, I mean, I'm I kind of inspired by him, but he was facing, his figure was facing the opposite direction, so I decided to be a little different. But anyway, what we eat and how it is produced is by far the largest contributor of greenhouse gases. And if we could change the way we eat and the way we farm, we can help reverse greenhouse gases and help reverse uh, global warming. And global warming, unless you've got your head stuck in the sand, uh, it is the greatest threat to humanity uh, and to nature uh, that we've ever faced. Uh, as the polarized caps melt with the heat, the, the water Table is rising. Uh, I mean, the the oceans are rising, and they're going to be flooding coastal areas. It's, It's vital for us as a species to do something about global warming by our actions. And I'm so inspired by all of you because you are the change you want to see, and you can do something. You and so you were talking about seed earlier. How important a seed is. An idea is a seed, and anybody who plants a seed is an optimist, because they're. They believe that that seed is gonna grow one day and you are the seeds of tomorrow. And you are gonna produce uh, your seeds in the future. So I think that uh, we have an opportunity here to, to make a choice through the way you eat. Every time you pick up your fork, you're making a choice. Be careful with your diet as it plays an important part in your daily life. Choose organic and plant-based foods that give you energy. You have the ability to impact change. Vote with your dollar to support a responsible food system and lifestyle that keeps chemical pesticides, herbicides, sewage sludge, and GMOs out of the soil, our food, and our bodies. Um, I don't know. Have I exceeded my time? I have. OK, because I was going to, I won't do it. I was going to play, you have two minutes? Yeah. OK, we're going to play a quick video. And so uh, my daughter, Kardeep, was Dia's mom, uh, singing one of my dad's songs. My dad was not only a farmer, but he was a songwriter. And this is one of his songs in praise of the Land and the Soil. This earth is ours. <laughs> This earth is ours to heaven, hold the dust beneath our feet. We have these hands. cannot see His field drink up the rain the joy it brings this earth is ours today Big thanks to our sponsors, On-Site Equipment, My City Pictures, and Van Urban Timber. For more information, visit thechangechats.com.